always got Pixlexia, okay? This all on you? This all on your cow? Welcome, foolish mortals. It is with deepest pride and greatest pleasure that we welcome you tonight. The reference here is very obscure. Welcome to the Obscure World of Disney. You're listening to the Obscure Disney Podcast. It's our belief that no detail is too small, no character cameo too short, and no quirk too strange to be celebrated. And with new episodes every Tuesday and Thursday, why not get an annual pass wherever you get your podcast from or find us at ObscureDisneyPodcast.com. And see all of our fun patches at DisneyPatch.com. Okay, y'all, it's one of my podcasts right here. We're talking business. One of your... One of your favorite subjects, right? Numbers, numbers, numbers. Okay, and it's not even very much Disney related, but it is. It's about Quibi, the ah, the smash sensation that was <laughs> Quibi. Quibi. <laughs> and you had started telling me a little bit about Quibi a couple months ago, I think, right? Like yeah, we saw some commercials for it and stuff, and I was like, "What is this? What are we watching right now?" I saw some content creators talking about it, uh, how it was a a a service made for watching on your phone Mm -hmm. uh shorter videos uh with the ratios appropriate for watching on your phone uh that kind of thing yeah that's what that was the general idea correct that was it it was content it was high quality highly produced very expensive star driven content for movies that were going to be or for complete stories that were going to be less than 10 minutes preferably closer to seven type of a thing and that was going to be the thing and the other thing was is it it was going to be delivered on an app on your phone only only to be watched on your phone okay because the 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 genius that was behind it discovered (laughs) that this is completely what they thought was going to happen everybody's watching it on their phones anyway we're tapping into the new edge you know that kind of thing and this is why we get to talk about it by the way the reason we get to talk about this is because the genius is (gasps) jeffrey katzenberg oh good old jake katz and i had no idea this was a disney dude right uh yeah in a roundabout way jake katz was a disney dude he even was that his nickname or yours that's just what i've been calling him now i love this since you said his name for (laughs) some reason um jake katz jake katz uh he he was uh put in to brought into disney uh in the early 80s uh, and put over the animation department uh-huh. and where he became mm, infamous uh for Ooh. running things differently i learned on many in our first year of our episodes that uh, that was a bad word uh, it's not a bad <laughs> word uh it is just meaning that it, he's maybe not popular yeah uh his opinions and his his methodology maybe wasn't what people were expecting uh so uh when he left and i i wish we i would have known we were talking about good old j cat so i could have looked into it but his break from disney wasn't ideal and they have kind of been at odds with each other that's so interesting to me that's okay because i can't wait to talk all about him in our in our series of legends because this sounds legendary to me legendary fight and then he went on to do um what was it after that dreamworks DreamWorks. Mm -hmm. he was he went off to go start that too yeah okay so j cats that's what he's all good old j cats and we also have meg whitman who is the ceo of the company okay and she is the one who was the ceo of ebay when ebay was first started all right and then she went on to be the ceo of um hp the computer company and i love hp as a company so okay 
all of our computers tend to be HP. Don't know really know why, but they are. So, you know, all in all, so far, so good. Sure. Their website looks amazing. Oh, good. All about the website. They probably spared no expense. (laughs) They spared no expense, but they also, it was easy to create because it didn't provide any content. Mm. Obviously so, because everything is provided to you through the phone. Yeah. And you're the only person I know that still uses your computer to surf the web these days. Folks, (laughs) I'm telling you, if you're doing it on your phone, you're missing out. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, and then amongst of others is another host, a whole host of characters behind the scenes that continue on um, sure. with that. But they, those are all the folks that are, that were behind this series, and that's they came up with these very expensive episodes that they were going to put out there. They raised one point seven five billion dollars to start this to wow. start this to, uh, this venture, right? Which is the cost of the new coaster. <laughs> The new, <laughs> the new Guardians of the Galaxy coaster apparently apparently is the so same right? cost as an entire platform. For reference, I mean, I don't know if it's a good reference or not, but it'd be approximately the cost of both Galaxy Edge parks combined because both ah, of them were just under a billion dollars each. Sure. So it's closer to that number. Okay. Um, and you know, if you're putting high quality content out there and you're hiring Anna Kendrick to you know perform with a adult i i can't even say it on our podcast right like no i had you read it and i was like this does not even sound like good content and yeah and like here, that was their first promo piece here's the thing is i am all for celebrities branching out and doing unique projects yeah uh it's something that i always talk about wanting more of originality give me something new stop giving me remakes give me something new uh so i applaud people for doing that and taking the chance yeah um sometimes the chance does not work out for you. And I honestly, I feel like Quibi is a good example of that where they had a lot of backing, uh, both financially and talent support wise. Right. Uh, and people just did not respond the way that they hoped they would. Right. Um, where did they, where did they raise all that money from? Was that from people signing up or? Yeah, no. Oh. Uh, so when you went to go sign up for the the app, they were offering a 90-day free trial um, to sign up, which I wish I would have known that. Even then, I don't think I would have. Okay. But um, after that, it was going to be, oh, I forget exactly, but I think it was $5 for a commercial version. So if you want to have um, commercials embedded in oh, your. Oh, sure. And then an eight dollar or nine dollar a month series if you wanted it to be completely ad free right i'm sorry nine eight or nine dollars it was either eight or nine yeah when when you can get a subscription to disney plus for seven dollars yeah and they have full-on full movies and new content with full episodes coming out you were you would th- you think people were going to pay eight or nine dollars for seven minutes of content There's, i mean it's really easy to say that it's a flawed concept now it's easy to say that okay but i'm going to say oh my gosh this seems so crazy to me yeah exactly that how much content are you going to be able to put out there that's going to be able to compete with that even if you with had youtube yeah like YouTube's for free and you can go and watch <laughs> longer videos than you would get on Quibi. That that was referenced that YouTube is free um, and there are over 2 billion views every single day on YouTube. Yeah. I can't imagine how much content you're going to have to put out there to try to drive that much of 
I alone on any given um, YouTube day will end up watching, you know, be, in, sometimes as many as 15 or 20 videos a day. Yeah. And it's just random, random stuff yeah. um, that I watch. So you can't possibly compete with that because who else is going to make, you know, a 19 minute video on how to fertilize a lawn properly? Like, <laughs> it's, why are you watching that? It's my, this is, this is my YouTube. We don't even folks. have a lawn. We don't. And I watch people fertilize their lawn for 19 minutes and I say, I am glad we do not have a lawn. I watch complete videos on how to make a concrete bench. Perfect. Also don't have one of those. We'll be constructing <laughs> one of those right away. But no, that's the thing about YouTube that makes YouTube so great is that like they've opened it up to other creators. It's like it's yours. Put it out there. Be as willing and creative as you want to be and, and see if your content is going to hold up. Okay. And, you know, then they can do it completely without charge. So when you're competing with that, I I, li I really do like the concept of Quibi in some respect. I do like that they're trying to trying something new, that they are going in a new right. direction with it. Yeah. Um, I don't know if I love that concept at all. The Well, here's the thing is if they were willing to put it out there as unfortunately another streaming service which, that was for more experimental type films, more passion projects from people that you already know and love, then then maybe they would get some traction on that. They're like, okay, we're taking new voices yeah. and making new content that's unlike anything else because other people won't touch it. Uh, it's too new. Yeah. We're doing new things. Um, I would probably be more interested in that than... Uh, high high-end content that you could find on youtube for free yeah well that's the exact same thing that they said about it too is that a lot of the generation maybe i'm in maybe i'm following this category too i'm not looking for really high-end glossy stuff necessarily sometimes yeah. i am just looking for just the stuff sometimes i just want to watch just how to do it i don't want an overly produced segment. Oh, for sure. You know? Yeah. When you have an emergency where you're like, how do I turn off my water? You don't want some video that's like, hey, what's up, guys? Oh, First of all, it. subscribe, like. It's like, I didn't, my <laughs> house is flooding. How do I turn off my water? That's a great point. And YouTube <laughs> is great for that. It is. Um, totally true. The other thing about YouTube, too, is the reason that I am able to watch as much YouTube as we do mm -hmm. is because we don't watch it on cell phones anymore yeah they make jokes about it quite a bit on youtube and i don't know what percentage of people actually watch youtube on cell phones lots of people do i'm sure a lot of people and if you're a commuter if you're in a commuting type of a city you yeah. probably would yeah and if we get to the point that you know cars are driving themselves and you have youtube into your dashboard like that's kind of like maybe that point too it could happen sure but for today for the average person that commutes themselves to work by driving themselves you're not going to be able to watch this is why podcasts are so popular right now mm. is because you can wa listen to that content while driving sure. while doing other things that's why you get to do those things yeah why why they're so popular so i don't know just to, to only be able to watch content on your phone and i guess you know like millennials and gen z maybe they only do watch stuff on their phones exclusively my it's niece very does. possible yeah. i guess my nieces they all do um but when given the chance i bet they wouldn't mind taking it on a computer um can you imagine if like Disney Plus was only on your cell phone? That would be horrific. Wouldn't it be? Even like, that would have felt. Yeah, it would have. And I mean, it would have it wouldn't have been as big as it was because it might be a nice thing to hand your kid their their pads 
uh-huh. and have them be able to watch Disney things on there. But I don't know many families that are going to gather around their iPad to watch a Disney movie. Like right. you, you need a, the bigger screen options for those kind of things. Very true. And that's why a lot of the services are good is because they are good on tablets and cell phones and computers and not only just computers, but also on all TV screens and all devices too. Sure. Because they have to be not, we have a lot of friends that watch things on their um, Apple TV yeah, and they watch things on, and then we watch things on Google TV. And then there's, you know, we have three different streaming sticks alone in this house like right (laughs) you got us there you go so it has to be able to play on all of those devices and quibi you can't even play it on there and all these things are available on the on so disney plus um if you go to their website you can watch it all on any internet browser as well Mm. and they're optimized to fit on all of them sure Um, quibi was quite literally on cell phones only it just interesting It, it feels it feels like a an attempt We'll put it nicely. They they made an attempt to try to uh, how how would the out of touch people say it? They tried to rap with the young folks. They wanted to be like, look, we're hip. Yeah. With it, we realize that you're watching a lot of things on your phone. Why not watch Anna Kendrick? Remember her? Why not watch Ashton Kutcher? I don't know who else was on this. Neither thing. do I. Um, but. What, you know, look how cool we are. We know we know that your attention span is about seven minutes long, so that's all we'll give you, you know, kind of things. Um, I, I, I like the idea of trying to reach out to this younger generation who maybe does watch the majority of things on a smaller device, but right. I, I don't know that your price tag and your content... It's got to be really good. Yeah, it was going to be competitive because most of those kids are watching YouTube on their phone, which is free. And, yeah. you know, they can curate their own stuff on there. And, and that is the reason I watch YouTube so much is because it is very much that. I used to love watching like the History Channel, Discovery Channel. Yeah. But you can find the exact content on YouTube now for that yeah, exact same thing. for sure. And so without the commercials. It, wait, it makes it super fun. And by the way, to that point, YouTube has people that we don't know exactly what their algorithm for recommendations is, mm-hmm. but it's been quite well talked about that in order to get good, to get good reach on your um, ads or on your videos, you need to have them over 10 minutes and preferably right around that 12 to 14 minute mark is yeah. where they tend to do really good. We've seen other people as high as 25 to 35 minutes and mm-hmm. still getting really good views on it because it's longer content. They, that's what they want. They want you to be engaged in the content for longer periods of time. Right. For six minutes, man, you can burn through a lot of shows in an hour. Yeah. Like legitimately for, for somebody who, like you said, has a commute where you're on a bus or a train for 30 minutes a day. Yeah. Just 30 minutes of six minute content. Yeah. We've, we've probably gone through an entire show at that point. Yeah. We try to keep this podcast right about 20 minutes per episode on here. And we've mm. been, um, people have said that they wanted our content to be longer, like to stretch out the, the episodes to be, you want to listen to me longer, <laughs> longer. which just happens that my commute is 20 minutes. No, I'm just kidding. It's not. <laughs> That'd be funny though. Right. <laughs> but it just speaks to like, I don't know that 10 minutes is the ideal storyline moment. Right. Really what you want is you want to have enough for a good conversation, but not so much that you tire of the conversation. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I I watch a lot of uh, artist videos where they uh, show you from start to finish how they do 
uh, art projects and things like that. And to be honest, I don't want to watch every step in actual time. Oh, no. No one wants to watch that. Cut it down. Give me the gist. That's all I need. Yeah. You know, and, you know, I'm, th- I'm thinking that's probably where good old J-Cat's got his time frame from. <laughs> that he's like, you know what? No one wants to watch a whole 30 minutes. Let's give them six. Yeah. That, I, it feels like a good attempt, but maybe not quite good enough. Yeah, uh, the money was raised, by the way, by um, Google, Alibaba, J.P. Morgan Chase, Goldman Sachs, European Telecom, Liberty Co- Global. Mm. There was a billionaire investor, Car- uh, Carlos Sims. Um, Whitman and Katzenberg himself had uh, connections with Disney that inve- invested money in it. Okay. NBC Universal, oh. Sony Pictures Entertainment. Viacom, CBS, AT&T, Warner Brothers, Lion Gate, MGM, ITV, and Entertainment One. So what I'm hearing... That's pretty much every company on earth. Is that they had a good sales pitch somewhere where they were like, this is the next big thing. You don't want to miss out. You know, right. there are people in this industry who are very good at selling those type of things. And it feels like they managed to get Everybody and then some uh-huh. into this. Like I can't think of anybody that's not on that list. Goldman Sachs, right? Why, why J.P. Would, Morgan Chase. Well, why? they they've always invested big. They're a bank, though. Like Goldman Sachs. I, I why? think J.P. Morgan was one of the big investors behind Disney when they were opening the parks and stuff mm. back in the day. Um, but what I find interesting about it is like Disney and um nbc universal yeah like they completely that's comcast right and they're completely on two sides of everything nowadays Mm. like they fight on everything but this was going to be a joint venture for their for their beginning strategies i should say that obviously they launched april 6th which was right at the beginning of like everybody staying at home and not watching things on phones anymore Mm. and but that's when that's when streaming content blew up sure you know um, so all that was really happening. So if it was, if it was accessible in other platforms, it could have done fairly okay. But less than seven months later, um, they shut it down. They're not accepting new subscribers by December 1st. It's going to be shut down completely. Uh. Nobody else. They don't even let you sign up right now if you wanted to. And they did return. It was like $350 million back to their investors. Oh. I think was the number. Yeah. 350 million back where they could have spent the money and wasted it. But they're just like, we can clearly see that this is not working. So, so here's the question <laughs> we're, then: We're giving it. Where all are they going to put all of that content that they spent all that money on? Great point, right? Is it going to be lost to the ages, or are they going to open a YouTube page? The Quibi, the YouTube Quibi page. YouTube page ends up being that. That could be a thing, right? Because they they obviously spend a good about amount of money on something. So get how crazy this is. Oh. Quibi doesn't actually own any of the programming on its service. Oh. Uh, they were a creator-friendly, they had very creator-friendly deals, meaning the shows were made on Quibi's dime, but then they were only going to be licensed to Quibi for two years, mm. after which time the creators could then put it on their service in the future. Ah. After the two-year window. So all of these people that did all this work, now do they own their projects now? Yeah, nobody knows for sure. Wow. Who knows? Who knows exactly where, where the content's going to go? And that is interesting that I guess if you are partnering up with every production company on earth, 
that they might be willing to produce content for you for a period of time and then take it back if it's, you know, because sometimes it's unbelievable to find out what like the older properties are worth nowadays. Like Friends is a hundred million dollar contract in order to keep mm. it on on Netflix right now. It's unbelievable. So maybe people are like, okay, I mean, it's just it's just uh, in it's just entertainment money. That's what this all is. Apparently, okay. I don't know. Because that uh, would be interesting to see if uh, people, celebrities that were on there, if they sell off the rights to those things or if they find a way to release them on their own. Or like I said, maybe Quibi starts a YouTube page and says, hey, we're you can, there. we can curate your stuff on our YouTube page, but I'm, I'm not really sure what you would, outside of YouTube, I don't know where if else? you would get real excited over a six minute video anywhere else right it's a very good point yeah i i don't know and it'd be interesting to see how good the content was even that was out there yeah that would be also be interesting it but would be interesting to i see. imagine it's only gonna be like five different little episodes or something i don't know yeah, i have no idea i know that's pretty crazy but for whatever the case less than seven months later they they're already pretty much shuttered and um Nobody, know, they, they say they don't know why, if it was just a matter of the concept itself or the timing or a little bit of both. Hmm. I would imagine it's mostly the concept. Yeah, yeah. Because if it was a strong concept in, in what we were going through during that time period, yeah. it would have blown up. Yeah. Or if the content was just so it must watch, they might have been able to pull in more people. Yeah, we were too busy watching Lion King. Yeah. No, Tiger King. <laughs> Oh, I Sorry. didn't watch that one. I'd rather watch Lion King. But <laughs> that's fair. Uh, it's like I always say: if you need something sold, call up J Cats. Apparently, he's got lots of connections. Follow my perfectly sculpted two-finger point to the exit. If you enjoyed today's podcast, rate review us on your favorite podcast app. And if you didn't, help us do better by buying a patch at DisneyPatch.com. Always be proud of what makes you unique. And we'll see you next time on the Obscure Disney Podcast.